A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the near future to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one of them will be taken to the next stage, where it is guaranteed to be featured in the fifth series of the Netflix show Black Mirror. I'm Joel, a man who puts the whist in twist, and across from me is John Harris, a man who predicted in 2003... But by the year 2017, self-driving cars will be so ubiquitous, which is why he's never driven on a motorway. I assume they're all there. I, just, I haven't seen for myself, but I assume that's what they're all about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-driving cars, they're the thing now. Yeah. They're the thing. You just get in, you press your destination, and you're off. John? Yes. It's January 2018. There's only one thing everyone's talking about. Yeah. Black Mirror. People are mad for it. Mm. It's like landmark telly when it happens. It's a yeah. big event. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. So, Joel and I, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're British. Uh, so, we have uh, we were ahead of the curve on this one because it, it started on Channel 4 mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, but then it's, for the th- I think before the third season came out on Netflix, they put it all on Netflix. And I think everyone, lots of people picked up on how brilliant it is. Yeah. And so, it's like... Netflix like, we want a piece of this sweet, sweet action. They're like tech horror thrillers based in the... In the not too dis- mostly not too distant future, mm. so they're like recognisable worlds with just slight technological changes for the main part. Yeah, that's right. And usually they have a wonderful twist in there. Not always, but yeah, a little but, twist. Yeah, and they're always at least great. I think even the worst episode is probably like a recommendation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's great telly. Right. So John and I have decided to pitch uh, our own Black Mirror episodes. Yeah, um, which I'm quite excited about. It's quite good fun coming up with Black Mirror episode ideas. Yeah. So um, I think I was better at coming up with the title. Because <laughs> the titles are always, I don't know, they kind of allude to what goes on, I think. But they're very, they're like one word, two words. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I do the ideas and you do the titles. 50-50 royalties. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm into that. I'm absolutely into that. Give me the idea and then I'll just come up with a title that loosely somehow connects to it. I'm sat there like pulling my hair out at a typewriter and Joel's just in another room just like in putting two words together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shall I go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. So the first episode is called Dissolved. We're doing a whole series, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a whole series of Black Mirror. Cool. So the first episode, Dissolved. There's no, physical currency doesn't exist anymore. Cool. Absolutely zero Zero currency. You can, no transactions are done through currency. It's all cryptocurrency, mm. which is tracked by a chip in your hand. Cool. Entirely plausible. Exactly right. So everything is done. You know, you're contactless. It's all through your hand. Everything like that. Yeah. Obviously, inevitably, that's not all that's going on in your hand. You're being tracked by some sort of evil conglomerate organization. Yes. And so, similar to um, you know the entire history of you episode where people start removing the chips. Mm. They start removing the chips and they start bartering with um, like a, other, another currency that they make up. 
Okay. Pretty interesting stuff. I'm so bored. essentially, it's the res- reverse of where we are now. In that, yeah. currently, cryptocurrency is seen as the like anonymous um, currency you can use to trade. But this flips it around because okay. physical currency becomes the anonymous trading currency. Is it an actual currency, or do they start off really like really feudal? So they're like swapping fish for tomatoes and things. No, 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 no. Because I don't know how it'll work. Maybe it's just like little. I don't know what what would you assign any value to it in like the near future? It's difficult, man. Lego bricks. They're Lego bricks. They're Lego. Yeah, Lego's the most. Lego's expensive, right? Uh, and <laughs> my par- ah yes, it is my Lego parents bricks. are about to become the richest people <laughs> in the Lego, world. <laughs> it's Lego bricks because Lego the, we run out of the oil that it uses to make the plastic, nice. so it's actually quite a rare thing to find. So it's and only in museums, trade. yeah, people, or boxes people, and attics, um, yeah, and people go out looking for uh, like they raid old Toys R Uses and stuff looking for Lego. And Lego yeah. becomes the under underworld currency, and like some of the um, some of the protagonist, there's like a scene where the protagonist goes to her own parents house and like friends her own parents to get that box of yes it turns out it's yeah. Duplo which is of no uh, no, no it's Megablocks <laughs> <laughs> we've only got connects and Megablocks uh, I'm sorry there you go <laughs> all in France they use connects in <laughs> Spain oh, yeah, Spain is yeah, Meccano nice, pieces nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an exchange rate <laughs> I think that's alright isn't it that's I, fun I like that idea it's fun they use Lego <laughs> I would if I was pitching it to Charlie Brooker. I wouldn't go straight in with the. Why not? So currency is Lego. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. <laughs> would you like my first idea? Of course. Um, right, this one's called Chuck. Nice. Okay. And it's about an AI pop star. So anyway, so the point is, it's a guy called Chuck, right? Mm-hmm. He's the biggest pop star in the world, but he's AI in. In so far as even though there's a human base to it, he is based on a real person. And uh, when it goes to meet and greets, there is a person there. Yeah. It is what the listener and viewer wants them to wow. be. So it's based on the their preference. Oh, yeah, wow. so like a metal guy would hear the same song, but it would be a metal song. He'd be quite metally and all this stuff. And like the, you know, like a younger pop fan would that's hear cool. pop. Yeah. Uh, even though they're watching the same TV show with this same ch- and that's how he can be unanimous this this like everywhere pop star. Nice. So um and what happens is eventually the technology becomes so good that they don't need Chuck anymore. What? So, so what happens to Chuck? Well that's it. Chuck's just like he gets put, Chuck. He's just put into retirement. Oh no. And maybe could he could Chuck somehow get into a scandal? Like the AI version of Chuck. So he has to sign a disclaimer to be like, obviously he can't say yeah. that he's no longer Chuck. He's mm-hmm. no longer this pop star. He has to go into hiding. Is there like a retirement village for... AI pop stars? For AI, well, not even pop stars, but just general outdated AI. Maybe. So it's got all of the like the, the prototype robots and stuff in this retirement village. Yeah, although this guy's a real person. He was just used as the basis oh, for mean, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, and so he's put into hiding because obviously, because the technology's so good, they don't actually need a human yeah. as the base anymore. And then maybe there's some sort of scandal, and so everyone hates Chuck now. So everyone hates the real Chuck, who's who's just oh, trying man, to live his own guy. life, right? Yeah. Chuck, good. Chuck, Chuck's a good name as well. Well done. Thank you very much, mate. Right when you when you watch Black Mirror, mm-hmm. what's the stuff that creeps you out the most? Oh, that's a good question. You've obviously got an answer for this. Mm. What is it that creeps you out the most? Technology based around seeing what I can see. I don't like that. Oh, when it takes your eyes over. Yeah, so yeah. there's been the entire history of you, and there's two episodes. I've only watched two episodes this season, and both have 
premises around the idea yeah, that yeah. technology can see what you see. And that really creeps me out. Yeah, that is unsettling. You know, when I'm sat on the tube watching a man pick his nose for five five plus minutes, I don't want other people knowing that that's what I do to <laughs> yeah, get my, very true, to very get true. my kicks. Very true, to get your picks. Um, <laughs> yeah, that seeing through your own eye stuff is weird. My um, It's an option on donor cards, isn't it, that you don't give your eyes up? Yeah. I think a lot of people have that thought of other people using their eyes. My mum's my mum always says that. She, she was happy to give every, any organ apart from the eyes. But like, it's I, what, yeah, it's a similar like, thing. You, what, what are you going to do? You just don't. Yeah, I guess it's, I don't know. You're dead, right? And if the alter, if the alternate is for some reason, if you donate your eyes, you can see what they see. Well, well that means great. She's, she's you just, get another yeah. life via some yeah, eyes. True. What if it's an awful life though? <laughs> yeah. I'm just speculating. Yeah, no, you're right. There's a there's a there's a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, get in touch. I don't know show. how. I don't know how, no. but there's something there. There's something there. Yeah, I think I anything like that involves stuff. tracking is what freaks me out. Yeah giving up but I guess that's happening like yeah that's happening but it's just not as in your face yeah but very easily everything that I use could tell could kind of alert people to where I am straight away and that kind of thing so my a while back my Facebook wasn't loading properly for for whatever reason my my internet wasn't sufficient and what happened was the feed loaded yeah but where the pictures should have been were descriptions Whoa. of what should have been in the image. That's so weird. So it was like two faces. What the hell? And then one was That's like terrifying. a plate of food, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it was just description automatically you know just like yeah decide. that's terrifying and then I refreshed the page and it was all exactly what it had said oh man I don't like that yeah that makes it seem like a simulation like yeah. none of your friends are real that's my next episode <laughs> <laughs> should we go on to Joel's episode so we've done episode one and two yeah so you've got the you know you've got the, the pop culture thing we've nice. had what was your first episode again it's about currency Oh, great. Lego. It was about hitting, Lego. Hitting all, hitting all the uh, major spots. This also is around money, but not to the same end. It's called Shark Tank. That's a good Black Mirror episode name, isn't, isn't that, it? Isn't that the American version of Dragon's Dead? Is that what it's called? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, mine's about Lone Shark. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, so these guys <laughs> yeah. are going to TV show and they pitch a product. Yeah, and <laughs> for you, can, for, look, for 100,000 pieces of Lego, I'll have 20% <laughs> of your business. Shark Tank. Uh, Lone Sharks. Yeah. Literal robot sharks. No, they're not. <laughs> You have to go to London Aquarium. I wasn't sure about this season. Like, they were doing really well, but then there was the sharks. That, that was a weird shark episode. No, it's weird. we are at a position now where wealth inequality is so huge that the poorest in society need like urgent loans just to cover any basic need. So, you know, if one of them cracks a tooth and they have to pay, there's all entirely private healthcare now. Okay. Uh, and the very poorest can't afford any level of insurance or anything like that at all. And so in order to cover so they you know they make ends meet to an extent but any tiny upset in their lives they have to seek out a loan shark like a yeah a dark web payday loan essentially okay that is obviously astronomical percentage <laughs> just being serious but all i can think about is yeah. sharks in yeah. suits flying around with <laughs> baseball bats yeah like, well the, the nice, idea is <laughs> nice the idea TV. is um, robot debt collectors so they come to your door and they force their way in and reclaim all of your stuff and maybe they like I don't know, maybe part of the small print is they reclaim your kids and then the kids get raised to do something I don't really know. Into the system? Yeah. Robot debt collectors. Terrifying, right? Bailiffs. Robo bailiffs. Is there, a, is there a creepier way you can do it? Like, so, even though I know that there's this massive inequality, so they're not going to have many funds as it is, but is it a case of just like, the loan shop is some sort of virus on your, your phone that just like 
depletes your bank account. Oh, nice. That's like good. a little, yeah, little, yeah. a little, 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 little CGI shark pops, shark pops yeah. out, eats all it's your an money. App. Yeah, it's like a payday loan app that, yeah, takes over your phone, takes over your life, appears everywhere. Yeah. Starts removing money and things like that. So we're allowed a big robot shark. We've decided. Yeah, there's a giant robot shark <laughs> in the Thames. <laughs> And he's really rich. Yeah, he's, oh, Monaco. Of he's really rich. <laughs> why do I think Monaco means? I don't know. It's Monopoly. That's why. You think Mon- Monopoly because the guy's got a monocle. Monopoly's quite a good name for an episode of Black Mirror. It is, yeah. And you could definitely have some some sort of allegory about taking over the world like a monopoly. So there you go, Shark Tank. I don't know what the ending is. It's probably like a shot that pulls out where you see all these kids that have been taken by debt collectors doing something. And it zooms out out of the building and it says Apple. Oh! <laughs> Take that. Satire. One in the eye. Yeah. Right. On the subject of Monopoly, have you listened to Ed Miliband, Jeff Lloyd's podcast? And yeah, yeah, heard yeah. what he used to play? Yeah. yeah. Class struggle. Class struggle, yeah. <laughs> so good. Anyway. Which is initially what Monopoly was designed to be. But then, but then some fat cats got involved. Yeah, but people realised it was much more fun if you want to be rich. <laughs> yeah. They're like, listen, but, right, imagine this game... But it was about how fun being yeah, rich yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I've become the world's worst man when I play Monopoly. Really bad. I haven't got a really good title for this one, for my next one. Something like Selector. Don't worry, mate. Give me the description. I'll come up with a right. title. Episode. Right. Uh, what's it, what do they call it? Working title, Selector. Bo? Bo yeah. Selector. Should Bo. The episode's Avid Merian plays every person oh, on God. TV. <laughs> right. So an app is created that's oh, like those Twitter polls. Which, okay. So Richard Osman creates an Richard Osman creates an app yep. where the public can decide things. Nice. So you're having a little tiff mm-hmm. with your lover and it, you think one thing, they think the other thing. Let the public decide. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's harmless. It's a fun way to kind of, you know, you might get a couple marital arguments out of it, but it's mostly frothy and fun, right? Nice. But this this app takes over. Like it is the biggest app in the world. Like everyone's using it, mm-hmm. and it goes from being about silly little things like that to then companies start using it to like you know design the next. What do you think our next video game lead character should be like? What should happen here? Like basically like a make your own everything in the yeah, world. Right, yeah. everything's decided by the whole public instantly, and obviously moves into politics of course and this is where it, this is where it keeps and it just keeps getting more and more out of hand and the big thing is at the end is that it's the whole world deciding upon whether mutually assured destruction should happen wow and it's like one vote in it and the whole world <laughs> blows up wow I think Quite exit big. polls would be the name for that episode exit polls is that the name of the app or maybe polls and uh, <laughs> And at the end, when they do decide to nuke the whole planet, Richard Osman pushes the button. <laughs> he becomes the evil overlord. Yeah. Maybe... The maybe, World Cup of Nuclear yeah. Arms. <laughs> he, he's done a book called The World Cup of Everything, hasn't he? He has, yeah. So it's the World Cup of Everything. Everything. Yeah. That's Even the, really upsetting things. Yeah. And maybe he's the protagonist, and it's a fun kind of like, slowly you watch him become more and more... Mad. Maniacal yeah. and evil as yeah. time goes on. I like it. And by the end of it, he's really pushing for because he just wants the power of yeah. having decided that the world should end. Exit. Pops. Where's how's Alexander Armstrong featuring this? 
Because um, he's got to somewhere. I think the big moment, that's it, the big moment where you realise, oh shit, Osman's gone evil, mm. is that someone sets up a poll on the thing, should Richard Osman kill Alexander Armstrong? And it gets 51% yes. No so he, So his choice is betray this app that he's yep. lived by or kill his closest friend. Nice. I like it. So the app makes all the decisions. Yeah, for the world. It's like direct democracy, really. Yeah, and it's a kind of comment on how direct democracy... Because Charlie Brooker, I assume, thinks democracy is bad. So his moral is... <laughs> the, peop- the moral of the story is people are stupid. People are stupid Don't yeah. let them decide their things. Own decisions. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't think of any recent examples of that, though. So. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I, I wanted to do one with like fake news and clickbait just called yeah. like clickbait or something like that but I couldn't really figure out how that would work because we're already in the dystopian future where clickbait essentially rules I was thinking that and like or something about news feeds that are like curated timeline would be a good name for an episode it would and so it's like news feeds that are curated for you and only show what you want to see but then I but thought that's, that's kind of what we're yeah, yeah. and it's a little bit matrixy if you go to take it to the extreme mm. where we live in a world that's nothing like what we think it is because of our newsfeed. That's quite matrixy, isn't it? Yeah, that is a bit matrixy. So but, anyway, my episode's called Rainforest. Cafe, Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, it's the Rainforest Cafe. Good. <laughs> in the future, all restaurants are themed. <laughs> <laughs> but there's only there's only no! one chain. Of- <laughs> that's the worst future imaginable, right? Um, but they're they're all there's only one chain of restaurant that's themed to uh, to whatever you'd like it to be when you go in. This isn't really what the idea is. You've just really thrown me off with the rainforest <laughs> sorry, cafe sorry, chat. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so a company a lot like Amazon, mm. but not necessarily Amazon, just bears all the hallmarks of uh, Amazon and their current way of thinking. Essentially, becomes the sole provider of everything on earth. Okay. Not that difficult to imagine. No. So, it like, from everything, entertainment, news, like, general products that you buy, but it's also, like, the biggest employer on Earth. Yeah. And it just it's just basically engulfed absolutely everyone and rewritten the history of its own company, its own sort of legacy, because, and ultimately, this company, this, like, umbrella company is, like, the religion of the present day, right? Because yeah. it's all there is, and it's, like, the equivalent of Google and Tesco and everything all rolled into one. Yeah. And so everyone basically is subservient to this... Amazon rainforest, rainforest, yeah. rainforest taxis, rainforest, <laughs> yeah, exactly, rainforest yeah. social media, yeah. rainforest cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a, so it doesn't start off like an Amazon online bookshop. It starts off as a cafe <laughs> that just gets yeah. too big for its boots. It <laughs> takes over everything. It takes over everything. The rainforest cafe really branches out <laughs> until it achieves global domination. <laughs> To think it started off as a humble cafe, and so they they cover up their um like uh, slave labor effectively, yeah, in their workforce because there is no other news outlet and they own sole distribution of everything uh, until someone finds a book. Ooh. yeah, and no one no one has any books anymore because it's all on Kindle, yeah, and, that, yeah. and everything on there is ra- or the alternative to Kindle from Rainforest logs logs <laughs> it's all on their little eye log, <laughs> uh, and someone finds like a phys- some physical hard news about. Um, the corporation as a whole. I like it. And then 
So that so they, the oh, second half is them trying and to... And there's like deforestation where they've been burning all the books and newspapers and stuff that they didn't own and didn't print. It's quite 1984. Yeah. That's basically what happens in 1984. Reg- complete regulation of everything we see. And does it end sad? Yeah, it ends sad, yeah. So the person, our protagonist finds this hard evidence and then just gets like offered, offered a promotion but, uh, to keep quiet working yeah. for Rainforest can become maitre d' of the Rainforest <laughs> Cafe of the original Rainforest the original Cafe Rainforest which Cafe. is like hallowed ground at this point the original Rainforest Cafe is effectively like uh, Mecca <laughs> in the modern day <laughs> oh. it's actually quite difficult to write Black Mirror episodes isn't it what are you talking about? We've done some amazing stuff. It's actually really easy to write Black Mirror episodes, isn't it? Jo- yeah, Joel, before we started, before we came, started coming up with these ideas, Joel was like, this is going to be so easy. Charlie Brooker is clearly a moron who's just, you know, lucked out. And I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this is my final idea. And this was actually inspired by something that happened to me recently. Okay. So I was at a funeral. Right. And my dad said to me, said to me about a family friend who was at the house of the person whose funeral it was. Okay. And I was like, why? Why have you put someone, why is someone like house sitting yeah. the house? And he said, oh, because what happens is people read the newspaper, look at the funeral listings, yeah, s- know that no one's going to be inside their house because mm. a funeral's taking place, ransack the place. No way. It's like a common thing. Is that a thing that happens? Yeah. I knew that people, I read an article about a woman who had been to like 300 funerals in a year for all the free food. <laughs> she did the same thing, but in reverse. That's slightly. That's that feels slightly more, more cheeky. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's a bit more evil. fun. It's a bit more fun. And so he said that's a common thing because it's in the newspaper, public. Make sure someone's there, just looking after the place. And then I was thinking, well, nowadays we spend so much time like checking into places and doing all this stuff. So you can tell when we're at, you can tell when people yeah, are at yeah, your house yeah, yeah. easily because yeah. you just look on Facebook and it's like, oh, we're at, we're at a rainforest cafe. <laughs> yeah. So. I was thinking that, and then, so then what would be, rather than stop people not saying they're out, because that's just not going to happen, people yeah. love to, to say that they're places, yeah. we come up with Blue Fence, which is the name of the episode, and the security system. Wow, right? I like that. And what it does is it projects mm-hmm. the, the impression that there are people in your house when you're out. So like leaving the light on. Leaving the light on, but way more impressive, because it's like three-dimensional holograms, right? Yeah. So so that's where the episode starts. It's a family. They're setting up their, their blue fence nice. to do this stuff. But what what slowly transpires is, so they're, they're loving it at first. It's great, you know. Maybe, I guess it starts off with a break-in. Yeah. And they're, like, talking to the police, like, well, how do they know? And they explain this stuff online. People just break in. So they set up this security system and they're loving it first. No one's broken in for ages. And the weird thing that happens is they'll be like, Susan from down the road will be like, oh, you should come in. We're going to have a dinner party. Mm-hmm. But and you should guys should come over. And they're like, oh, I can't be asked. Yeah. We don't like Susan. Nice. But Susan likes us and we'll keep up face. Mm-hmm. Send the holograms over. What? And so the, holo- the holograms start do- like doing stuff yeah, for yeah, them, yeah. appearing yeah. in places they don't want to be, but it starts to get suspicious when they start hearing friends being like, it was so nice to see you the other day, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And like, we didn't send the holograms there. So the holograms start acting on their own. Yeah. What? And so the end of the episode is, it, maybe it gets to the point where they don't know 
like what they have and haven't done anymore. They're like they like it's like what's the word I'm looking for? Like an anxiety thriller yeah. about whether they can't remember what they're doing or not doing, or whether it's just these replacements for them are just doing everything for them. What about the holograms? So there's a family of four, right? Yeah. But the holograms are only of the parents because you can't make a hologram of yourself. If you're under eighteen, and one evening, the original parents come home and they they can't get back into their house and the hol- they look inside and the hologram parents are with their kids and they're stuck out there and they can't and they ha- that's it they can't and the get first back in. night they think great we'll go home we'll go, <laughs> we'll go to a hotel get some sleep yeah lovely stuff <laughs> that's it the hologram parents uh, take over their lives and then they eventually get the police kick the doors down get in and the kids are like you've been so nice to us the last few days it's so nice to yeah. s- it's so nice that you you've been able to spend time with us and not like you know, be busy with work and stuff. Yeah. It's really, it, we've really appreciated that. That's the that's the sad ending. That's the that's the one that ends on a sad note. It is sad, isn't it? I feel sad. <laughs> I think that's a. I mean, I mean, look. The thing is, everyone will be talking about the shark episode. <laughs> it's going to be the robot shark. <laughs> but everyone will be talking about. It, but the, but then I think once you like you know peel back the big stunt episode yeah. that is the shark episode. I, I think the robot shark has there. a cameo in every episode. <laughs> He's uh, yeah, that's great. He's the logo for Rainforest, yeah. the company. I was I was going to be more obvious than that and just have someone <laughs> dressed up as him at the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> that works. Yeah, you'd have a yeah. shark in the. Who cares? Yeah, what would? How would the? How would the shark be involved in Blue Fence, the security system? <laughs> that's a very good question. I think maybe just on the telly, there's an advert for the robot shark. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. A party uh, political broadcast. And there's a, in the Chuck episode, there's a music video where he's riding on a nice. robotic yeah. shark. Well, it's so easy. It's so easy. Ah, well, that's that then. That's the end of the Black Mirror episode. And uh, the reason we know you need to leave is because there is a rat tat tat at the studio door. And who is it? It's a robot shark. It's obviously a robot shark. <laughs> but it behind is. that robot shark is Charlie Brooker with some contracts for us to sign because <laughs> yeah. Series 5... You're We've welcome. done it, mate. We've done it. He, Charlie Rook has, like, he's already got a, a lay around his neck and a little grass skirt on because he's taking a year off because we've got it, we've got it covered. Joe, do you get the January blues? Oh, big time. Do you actually? Yeah, I really do, yeah. Oh. It's quite a sad time of year. Do you? Mm, I've never got it blue. before. Do you think? Well, I don't know. I don't Anxious, think I have a generally blue disposition. No, that's true, that's true. Marco turquoise kind of vibe. A bit of green in there. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think this year I might. Why? I don't know, just, I, I feel like a real January cliche this year. Mm. I feel like m- money's been more of a thing that I've actually had to really think about Sad, in January, isn't it, this yeah. January. Me and too. I'm skimped beyond belief. Uh, yeah, health. health's a big one. Yeah. I already pay for a gym membership, so I might start going in January. Which would be or, good. right, you could either do the health, you could either tick off the health thing, yeah. or tick off the money thing and cancel your gym subscription. Very true. Good <laughs> options. They are both good options. One or the other, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can either be healthy or skint and shredded, <laughs> or rich and bloated. We'll see how 2018 goes for me. We'll reassess this at the end of December, and I'll, I'll either be an absolute Adonis, or you'll be Henry the Eighth, or Henry the Eighth. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually, a, what would you rather be? I'm not sure. It's difficult, isn't it? I'll do six months as each this year. <laughs> and I'll let you know at the end of the year which is better. Because you know, like, the whole thing that, I'm sure everyone knows this, because it's like a f- fact that's banded around all the time, is like in Henry VIII's time, being fat was hunky, because it showed yeah. how much money yeah, you yeah, had. Yeah. So it was having black teeth. <laughs> you know that? No. Because sugar wasn't accessible if you were poor. 
Uh, only so only for the rich. So poor people would blacken up their teeth to make them seem richer. How crazy is that? Yeah, that is odd. Yeah. Joe Joel has the metabolism that means that he could never have been a hunky man in the, in the 17th century or whenever it was. Didn't stand a chance. <laughs> Didn't stand a chance. Lucky to be born now. Yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> Always say it. If if you could be born now, yeah. <laughs> not like today. If. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not born now, are yeah, you? Born no, I'm not. 7,000 however many years ago. Mm-hmm. Would you pick now? Would you pick the future would you pick the past it's got to be the future isn't it it's always got to be the future well what happens like technically what happens if the world ends in 2019 and you I want to be born in 2020 and they go well the world doesn't exist then who goes <laughs> what's, what's happening here <laughs> okay I'll say okay <laughs> I'll pick another time then the people who decide <laughs> yeah but what's the decision surely they'll <laughs> offer you a date range and if you see it doesn't go beyond 2019 you, you probably, won't pick it. You're, you're probably not going to go with 2018 yeah, either. No, of course not. <laughs> I would go 100 years ago. Because I'm, I'm not even going to get to 30 at this rate. It's rubbish. That doesn't work, mate. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because they're not going to say, okay, you're dead. <laughs> ah, you bastard. That's how they deal with overpopulation. And the people who decide if they did that, you'd be a baby for the entirety yeah. of this weird... <laughs> Yeah. date experiment yeah. it's a weird date experiment why didn't we submit this as an episode of Black Mirror because it's genius <laughs> right so you wouldn't pick like I don't know the swinging the swinging 60s or blah you know yeah some... they'd be quite fun wouldn't they the thing is the thing that what happens when when these like generic questions happen is that people like think about oh swinging 60s the Beatles free love yeah you know, cool clothes, but they don't think about, you know, all the horrible stuff that was happening then. Like, each every era mm-hmm. has horrible stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, it does. So, <laughs> I don't know what my point is. Because no, really there's horrible it. stuff now. It. Yeah, there's horrible stuff now. It's not like we've got over the yeah, horrible but shit. But it's because we're living through it. One day people look back on this and go, Christ, they, they had to deal with that kind of nonsense. They had... They had Donald Trump. <sighs> Do you think that's what, yeah, people who look back on our era and yeah. just be like... Idiots. They Twitter voted, and they, Donald Trump. Can you believe they voted for these things? Yeah. yeah. We didn't. It'll be, it'll be re- yeah, no, but it'll be it'll be like a source. I think it'll be a... It's a source of embarrassment now, but I think in like 50 years it'll be viewed as absolutely hilarious. Imagine those history lessons at school. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Well, I mean, they've only got to 2019 to do them. So it'll be very recent <laughs> history. I'm not sure they'll teach... Tr- that would be the only thing that would be good is if the world if Trump does end the world mm-hmm. then people won't have to teach Trump in true and it, and we won't have the embarrassment of living through an age where we kind of allow these things to happen and kids are going why did you let this happen maybe like that famous World War 2 poster <laughs> yeah. you know where the kid's like daddy where were you in the war and the dad's looking at the camera like I didn't fight it'll be like <laughs> you know the one <laughs> it's a really is famous is pulling his collar <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and when people say, what were you guys doing to combat Trump? Yeah, we'll say, exactly. we were making a podcast that was political <laughs> propaganda. There you go. Daddy, what did you do in the Great War? Well, the dad's looking straight down the barrel of the camera like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I knew this day would come. Yeah, so people will look at us and say, why weren't you out, you know, fucking protesting in the streets every day? This is our protest. Yeah. If, this is it. We'll, we'll p- point people towards this fucking podcast. Yeah, we're going <laughs> Daddy, what were you doing during the great the great war of words with Donald Trump? <laughs> wow, 
why don't you head on to your which, uh, whichever podcast that we use <laughs> search dream factory yeah uh, i mean that, what you've got to know about me and joel is even when being faced with the fact that we're not uh, part of the campaign against trump we'll still use it as an opportunity yeah. to plug our podcast <laughs> i can't think of any kind of uh, instance or event or forum where i wouldn't plug the podcast <laughs> joel's on the docks in court <laughs> Well, actually, weirdly, I just come. What out am I there for? What am I there for? Yeah, where were you the night of? I was at home listening to the Dream Factory podcast. <laughs> Available on all good podcast platforms and some bad ones. You know, earlier I was saying that um, I'm worried about people being able to see and hear yeah. what I heard in the bus. It's mostly because I'm just listening to the Dream <laughs> to Factory podcast and, going, uh, and really laughing. <laughs> really laughing. Really laughing. Mostly in my bits, but still laughing. It's all, it's all laughs, isn't it? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener